Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm so We're happy, happy to be here. here. I'm gonna put my happy to be home. Happy to be home. Happy to be home. I've made us a tea that we're all gonna have. So this is hibiscus, cardamom, ginger, honey with lime. This lovely um, oh. look at that. You love a tea. Yeah, she loves a tea. They're called she Mitika loves a tea. No, Me- it's, it's actually Matikas. Oh, there you go. Like There's that. the brand. We've been trying to find the name. Matikas. No, it's too weird. No, Mikita's Mikita's. I don't like those glasses for margaritas. Well, well I was going to ask Mish what he'd like to drink out of because me and Mish are having a margarita. There we go. Yeah, after the tea. Can I have my tea moment? <laughs> yeah, it's, tea, it's the tea Yeah, start. screw the tea. have our tea moment. I was going to talk about the rose petals. No. Oh, yeah, come on. So what is this? Hibiscus? Hibiscus, yeah. cardamom, Yum. Um, rose, green cardamom, lemon, mm. lime, oh. honey, Ooh. Mm. Nice. And how do you make that? You just cook it up. Steep this is it. the thing. But what is Steep hibiscus? It. Mm, so, um, like a red flower, it's like a red flower. Oh, we call it sorrel in the Caribbean. Oh, we yeah, have that sorrel. sorrel. It's the same thing. Well, Cheers, guys. Cheers. 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 Thanks for having us, guys. So we've made a fresh wow. corn succotash. Oh my god. With a Brit- it's like a brown butter, sweet corn puree, oh, my god. charred corn, fresh green beans, black eyed peas, and crispy okra, and then there's oh, mac kale macerated <gasps> with. Um, we make our own all-spot, like an uh, all-purpose seasoning, and uh, a little bit of sugar, and a few other little bits of nice things. Oh, mm. God, and then we've got a roast wow. cake. Uh, oh, my God. fish curry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, Love wow. a fish curry. For fried planting, because, you know. Oh, oh my God, delicious. And then we've got... Oh. Uh, Tamarind smell. and onion season rice. Mm. I feel I'm gonna freak out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm already so excited. Coconut grape. Coconut grape. Oh, wow. Oh, guys. Yeah, we can clap. Thank you. Wow. Oh my That's god. Right. I enjoy saying all of that. <laughs> oh my god. I'm so excited. <laughs> Welcome to our house. Mm, Welcome to Wanstead. And who have you brought with you? Mm. (laughs) I've brought Mishak Henry to lunch today. Uh, Mish is my... I hate this word. I know you uh, do. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bad word, isn't it? I'm I never know what word. to call Mish. I always say my boyfriend, but it's more, boyfriend feels like 
temporary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It? Like if, it's been three weeks. If you put a ring on someone's finger, that's yeah. t- it's time to say fiance to the world. Yeah, intended. but did the word, I think ever since getting engaged, I've never said fiance. Fion- fiance. Guys, I'm what? like fiance. I'm like I can't, I'm I can't do it. Can I ask a question? Icks then me what's out. the point? It's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I think on my part, I think we got engaged, but then we were still where we were. You know, some people get engaged and they feel like everything's changed. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, we're now engaged. And, we're, and I'm like, we've not been like that. So it yeah. does feel still normal to not say. What? Let me ask you why you want to get married. I think it'd be nice to make that commitment to each other, mm-hmm. of course. I also think, not to, in a flippant way, I think it's a really nice reason to have a party. And I don't mean like, let's everyone just get drunk somewhere. I think it's really nice to have a party that celebrates just a lovely, like we really yeah. love each other. Mm. Please come and watch. Yeah. It's nice, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's a nice yeah. thing, isn't yeah. it? And I think it's just like good vibes for everyone and family coming together and friends coming together. And why do you nice want me to that. marry you? Oh, yeah. Mika. Oh, I mean. Are well, you going to marry him? Yeah, Makia's yeah. going to be the priest. Yeah. Oh, are you? Yeah. 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 Mika, in Fairbanks. We already know what she's wearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we got we the outfit. What, what are you wearing? Everything. Who did Lilac see through Maximilian Davis? Yeah, we right. saw it at a fashion show. <laughs> oh, and Mikita, secured it. And we were like, that's, that's it. That's it. We've secured mm-hmm. it. Cool, that's Max. It. We're like, the bitch. Makita, the bitch. But we do want Keats to marry us, genuinely. Keats and I had a night out. And Keats introduced me to Mish. Of course she did. So but I put, didn't know Mish. No, 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 no. You just sort of, you know, you were like, that's your husband. Yeah. Let him go and talk to him. And I was like, no. Well, me and Keats got chatting before me and you got chatting, mm. which is kind of also partly why it, the setup of Keats marrying us is oh perfect. Because yeah. I met you, you know she's before I met And also... I am going to cry. <laughs> also, you're a good orator. So there's yeah. a connection yeah. and... That's my job. Having a broadcast. Pretty good at broadcasting. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? You got a professional up there. Let's do this. In the hooded see through gown. (laughs) So it's just going to be a really simple wedding with (laughs) Makita. Makita starting the ceremony completely topless and very traditional. (laughs) And we were talking today about where you're from, Mish, because you're Jamaican, but so many of your family came up to me and said they were Antiguan. The, the, (laughs) The bloodline is. Wild. Right. I couldn't sit here and tell you Wait, all what? of the pockets of yeah. where I'm from. Could mum or dad tell you? Yeah, they could tell me. It's more that my relationship to, I guess, my dad's side of the family, and not, I mean, the people, I mean, just the actual culture. This is so bad. Like, I'm so removed from Jamaican culture that I don't know anything about where my family sit in it. Right. Which that, is crazy. But we did talk about the fact that you did have, like, proper genuine fear about going to Jamaica as, as a gay couple. Yeah. And we, I was saying we, we were surprised to have found an LGBTQ plus community in Barbados. But my mum went to Jamaica and she said it was a different atmosphere. This was years ago. Mm. Uh, so the first time Garth, because Garth was Jamaican, my, where Antiguan? He's one of you. Um, <laughs> he took me to Jamaica. I had a really good time. And then we were in Montego Bay. And then we went to see our friend Ari, who was the was in the slits. She was Ari Up. She was a singer, mm-hmm. lead singer in the slits. Love and the she slits. then became a dancehall queen mm. called Medusa. Yes, oh my yeah. God, did wow. she? Amazing. She did. Yeah, yeah. What a life Ari, Ari had. Yeah, so we went, Ari was like, oh, there's a dance, there's a dance, there's a dance. And that, so in my day... A dance was like peace and love, bit split. Everybody was like, you know, oh, yes, darling, you know, nice up the area. Everything's like Irie Dread, like just chilled. This dance she took me to, it was really homophobic. Mm-hmm. And it was like a kind of weird hate rally. 
Yeah, and I got really freaked. Mm -hmm. Like I got scared, but I also got so upset just being in that yeah, in that um, energy space. Mm -hmm. I just I've never been in that kind of around that kind of Mm -hmm. vicious like twisted shit. You know what I mean? Mm Because you take yourself out Mm -hmm. of those situations, and I found myself surrounded by people waving lighters in the air, talking about how they were going to chop people up. And everybody came on, did a 10-minute, like, homophobic rant, and then started singing. And I was like, I've got to get the fuck out. Yeah. Get me out of here well, I've, now. I've got such short knowledge on on Jamaica generally, but what I do have knowledge on is just how I feel about their views towards people like me. It's not all of Jamaica. It's not all of Jamaican culture, but there is a, a strand mm-hmm. yeah. of Jamaican culture and Caribbean culture that is... Really, very homophobic. Yeah. yeah. Grim, have you ever had uh, like what my mum was talking about? Have you ever been anywhere where you felt unsafe? When I was younger, yeah, like whenever I went to like anything like alpha male. So I remember go when when in fact when I started going out when I was like a teenager, and I just felt like I knew I was gay, but had not said I was gay. Like not trying to dance too gay. So I remember like that feeling. How does that go? <laughs> well, like, just, I don't know. I was just very like arm conscious or like really conscious oh, of like baby you. how it stand and like mm. oh maybe a man like a straight man would stand more mm. like this right, or something like oh right, right, darling. <laughs> so a bit something like that. So I remember being like conscious of that and like feeling unsafe. Generally, from going out age up until probably moving to London, I felt like on edge mm. at nights out. Wow. Because I think people, not like I was going to get attacked, but that you'd be, you know. It's felt vulnerable. Felt yeah. vulnerable. Or someone might it. say something really horrible to you, or someone maybe might punch you. I don't mm. know. Yeah. So you're just like on edge. You're on like, you know, on I alert. I think if there's something, anything about you that makes you feel other or different mm. to the people around you, you are constantly on edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm constantly on the lookout because mm-hmm. things can switch. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you've experienced it and you know it could happen yeah, at any happen. given moment. And you know it, what I mean? And I used to get it when I go to, like, the football. And when mm. it was, like, surrounded by, like, a lot of, like, testosterone in the air, mm. that sense of, like, brewing, there could be a fight. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, I'm gay, so I'm, like, the weakest wildebeest in the pack here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I'm going out first. Did, did you ever talk to Pete about being gay? Mm. I know that he, because obviously we, we, your dad, Pete, yeah. we lost him before we met Mish. N- um, I mean, not like, did I? Yeah, I think I did. I did when I was like older and, and you know, he'd say like, seen anyone but my dad was like you know like born in 1941 but my dad was really good like my dad wasn't definitely was um you know accepting of of everyone and also like he loved loads of gays when I was growing up in our house so I always felt like it was all right I didn't feel like you know he loved he's a northern man who loved the football but you know he wasn't like wasn't a bigot. No, he wasn't a bigot. <laughs> he wasn't a bigot. So, you know, Who he did loved, he like, George Michael? Loved George Michael, but you know who he really loved? Boy George. <laughs> he loved Boy George, wow. loved Elton. And then he had neighbours that were um, a gay couple and they were like the same age. So my dad bonded with them because they both like gardening. When did you start dancing? When I was, I guess, seriously dancing, I was like 14. 14 is quite late mm. to start. Right. I think obviously you've got these kids who do like ballet from a young age at the age of they're like I was dancing before I was walking you know all that stuff but I was always athletic I was always moving before I was actually just dancing so didn't you do everything like boxing track and field track and field yeah Mm -hmm. hurdles long jump high jump 
200 meters, 100 meters, mm. gymnastics. So, we, so I was. That's wow. so why we get on. We just love sport. It's the same thing. Yes. <laughs> my, my spine has always been. It's just like you, gymnastics. <laughs> <laughs> he can't even touch his toes. <laughs> Excuse me. Got Pilates tomorrow. Where am I going to learn? So, guess what time it is? What time? Margarita time! Oh, mom. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Oh, oh. good. Wow. Oh. Wow. It's nice yeah. with a bit more crushed oh ice. Oh my god. So the kale is very thick with me and I, the margarine is very thick. There we go. <laughs> Do you know what I love this about Mish that you guys all love? What Mish does. When Mish will have had like a busy day at work, he will make a cocktail at night when he gets in as if he's like going on MasterChef. Yeah, Madman. So he'll put his glass in the freezer. Mm. Go and get in the shower, mm. and he'll do himself like a dirty martini. That's so yeah, he's actually only a dirty martini, and he has his own martini. olive specific metal skewer, I love and he'll you. make a martini for himself. Like <laughs> when he gets up work. I don't mean in a selfish that's way. I don't want no, but that's self care. Isn't yeah. that self care? That is self care. Making something delicious <laughs> and that, for yourself. Yeah. And you that love. practice. Go that's on. my cooking. That's my yoga. That's <laughs> my. Yeah. That's my ritual. Dirty martini. No, but yeah. no, it's like doing something beautiful. It's a yeah. beautiful little ritual that mm-hmm. calms you, makes you feel good, and sort of senses you. Ends yeah. the day. It does. Ends the day. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and knowing that you deserve to have a special little skewer. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I like that. Here's to your little skewer. You Here's to that. Here's mm. to you. Here's your little, little olive skewer. Cheers. <laughs> Do most guests eat continuously mm. like this? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> no, because I want to like... I'm just aware I've been constantly eating. Yeah. Sam's in Althra had about five plates of mm. food, didn't she? Yeah, no, I mean, this, it was really important for us that we did this here at Mum's so everyone felt really comfortable. Yeah. But what we're still working on, Grimmy, is mm. lighting. Oh. And I was trying to explain oh. to my mum about lighting. We were lighting. like, what are we going to talk to Grimmy about? I, I said, I want to talk to him about lighting you, because yeah. I love your specificity. Oh. Yeah. I love how very specific you are about lighting. And I also and love the lighting how in your house is incredible. Is yeah. It is. Talk it really about is. That. is. When it's telly time, big light off. Big, yeah. light, big off. light is for... Searching for your kids. Filling in forms. Oh, filling in a form. <laughs> 
That is it. You're packing your holidays. Other than that, that big light does not Why need to come on? on. Why is it on? His ritual when he gets in is a cocktail. My ritual is I like to, you know, get the lighting right. Nice and I'll even go upstairs and do it before bed. Oh. So I'll go upstairs and have the lamps on. Oh, me and too. Like the and the bathroom light on just Totally. Nice. So and then what when do you we go upstairs. That? Oh. What do we call that? We call it waking up the house. Oh, oh yeah. Wake up, oh, wake up the house. I love Let that. Me and Jimmy, you've oh, always yes. had lovely homes. And I don't just mean like big houses. And I don't mean like you know interiors or you're good with interiors. But when I read your book, when I read Softland, oh, which I just absolutely adored. I told oh, you thanks, properly, Keith. right? You really, really did. It's so good. I was really happy you liked I it. I still haven't read it. I feel really bad. Yeah, don't well, worry. You Neither should, is because... Mish. Don't worry. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mish, I yeah. Me, she's like, mm, yeah, so oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Me, you need to get it on audiobook. No. I've heard his voice enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, never I know, know I don't need to hear him. He told me. Mm. No, thanks. No, I feel. Awful. I was like, are you going to read it? He was like, I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I promised him, I said, I will honest, I, I know I'm going to read it. I just have not read it yet. Fine. That's how Which is fine. But you know what? I've known Groovy for 20 years and I thought I'd know the book before I read it. I was like, I think I'll know what this will be like, yeah. what's about. I was like, this, wow. I just love you. You're a brilliant writer. Oh, thanks, Keith. Thank yeah. you. It was hard, but I, d I did like it. Do you know what was annoying about writing a book? You're like, you get good at it. And then, yeah. so it's good at the end. And then you're like, oh, uh, <laughs> now, now I'm it's good. Again. Oh. And I right. could do it again. They're like, just hand it in. As the two people on the table that have written a book, yeah. how does one approach the idea of a second book? Mm. I actually, about three quarters of the way writing Pepper Pot Diaries, oh. I realised I was having such a good time that I definitely wanted to write another one. Mm -hmm. So I've already started thinking about two mm. other books that I want to write. Because I just love... The act of writing, I really enjoy it. I find it really calming mm -hmm. and it's quite good for me who's always out, out, mm -hmm. ev everything's always external to do something mm -hmm. actually me. So you talk about internal mm. kind of um, health and mm -hmm. thought. Mm -hmm. It's actually really good for me to do something that's quite stilling mm. yeah. and calming and quieting. And there's no way around it. There's no way yeah, around there's it. There's no, you it can't, you can't have to feel like that feeling when you suddenly, mm -hmm. like you get like mm -hmm. hold of a phrase or you, you start yeah. a thought and you think, oh, Oh, I know what it is. And then you're on a flow yeah. and it's like it's like this. It's like a good plate of food. It's mm. like sustenance. Yes. Do you know what I mean? But then when, when you when get it's... to the end of that thought, I'm like, boom, and yeah. I fucking nailed it. But it's out. crazy it's to fill a page. I mean, because I can't paint for shit, but I, I can't imagine what it's like to have a blank canvas and a then vision. to make art. That's mm. insane oh, to no. me. Um, but I, I can write. And when I've written small pieces, um, I just love filling a page. Yeah. There's something very, mm -hmm. very rewarding. Very it's like, really oh, satisfying. Yeah. It's really satisfying. I was a pr definitely, I didn't have every day like the one Andy just described. <laughs> it, was like, it was like sustenance. There was days where I was like, I fucking hate this. Really? And I was like, a lot this of people's fucking <gasps> book. Was there I was anything? tantrums and everything. Was there any, anything in particular you hated writing about the most? Was there any, most yeah. difficult? No, I didn't find any of it difficult. I found difficult things like talking about my dad dying or mm. talking about how I felt coming to terms with my sexuality as a teenager easier than right. like trying to remember funny stories because yeah. I, I actually find it really therapeutic yeah. and it was really good for me I think to write them things because mm. you don't sit and think oh 
how do I feel about this that happened to me? Mm. And you don't really do that as humans. Unless you go to therapy. Unless you go to therapy. Which I do. But even then, and I do it sometimes. <laughs> sorry, I love, I sorry I Nicola, I, I will be back. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I haven't been crazy. Sorry, I know, Amy. but when I'm like, when I sorry, feel... Sorry, Amy, sorry, Sarah. Sorry. <laughs> I go every week. When I feel like fine like this I'm like I don't need her and that's not how it works no. it? like you have to bank it and yeah, also yeah. It's, yeah. Inc- it's interesting to keep doing <laughs> therapy I've yeah, realised it's quite interesting to keep doing therapy and keep doing magic and working on those things when you're not trying to yes, survive I something know. or get out of something yeah. and get yourself ready for the next blow because it's coming blow, yeah. Oh. yeah don't worry it's coming but that was one of our that was a, a really big l- loss for you and then I went into your room and I saw a book next to your bed about dealing with grief. Mm. Yeah, it was hard. It was I've never really, really hard. talked about it with you. Yeah, it was really hard. I didn't read that book, which is oh, quite right. my bedside. <laughs> <laughs> Just lots of books I didn't read. But um, what helped you then at that time? What helped me? I think my dad's perspective on it helped me. Mm. Like he was, he was sick for a few years. So he had cancer, and then he became sort of at peace with it. Right. So he sort of was, he was always a realist, my dad, like totally realist. And and so he said it as it was. Mm. So I wrote in the book a bit about when we went to an Adele concert and she shouted us out and dedicated a song. And my mum was like, oh my God, is that the most amazing thing ever? And my dad was like, well, yeah. She knows him. <laughs> so that was my dad's hot take. He was like, why is that? Well, that's not weird. Why is, is that? Not weird, it's his friend. Not weird. It's <laughs> like, not weird. Yeah. So my dad was like that. So he pragmatist. Was, yes, a pragmatist. And that very, like, you know, straight up. So when he knew that he was not going to have chemo again. Right. And, and was that a choice? He, yeah, it was a choice. And he, he just knew he didn't want to do it again yeah, yeah. and he was like you know that's life yeah he actually said to me which was like kind of <laughs> funny but not funny in one of those situations and i remember my dad didn't get sick really he died on like a, on a on a weekend and the weekend before he was like at home watching man united yeah. downstairs and then he sort of deteriorated over a few days and then before he died but he didn't you know, die in hospital. He died at home, like with his family, and he yeah, he knew going. that was going to happen. And he was like, "That's la- that's the dream way right to, to go. go." Not in pain. And he was like, with your "I family. remember him being in bed and me going up to him." And it was like the day before he died, and I was like talking to him. My dad was like, "Might happen to you next." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And he was like, "Well, everyone dies." And I was like. Yeah, that's right. And I was in like deep moment, and he was just like, "Well, yeah, could you're be next. next." Yeah, and I was like, "What a hot take!" On yeah. It. So he was like, "This is, you know, he was very grateful." And I remember him talking about how proud he was of us and what a journey he'd come oh, on. And lovely. It felt like as it was obviously horrible and obviously heartbreaking, but also beautiful. But it also felt. He felt reassured in yeah. you know in a, in a life that he'd led. To me, yes. what you're talking yeah. about is it's yes. beautiful yeah. that you got that to have that. Totally, with him. like mm. love. That. You know, so when my yeah. brother died. My brother yeah. died really young. Yeah, and you know, it was, it was, I don't think he was going to die. Like you know, no. we were scheduled on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. He was dead the next fucking yeah. Thursday. Do you know what I mean? It's like and you don't there, there think your twenty-seven-year-old like, brother's going to die. Yeah, make peace with it. Yes, sort of. So you're grieving it before it's happened as well. Right. You yeah. know, it's not like a shock. And also, I think to know that he was settled in himself. Yeah. Mm. Should we have a cheers to Pete? Let's yeah. have a cheers to Pete. And to Sean and to all of them. Cheers to all of them. Now I'd like to.
like to talk about me being your guru. Oh. <laughs> so, so if we you, love if you guru. read the book, <laughs> if you read the book, you'd yeah. know you're all over it. Yeah. And if you'd read it, means you'd know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm sat here and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, you're like anyway. he's like book. No, but it was, it was so interesting because it's about bloody love stuff, and I was like, she's my mother. How can you be? How can you? We both get this advice. My love life is not that great, and you found me. Mm. But then I find you. No, but Andy's just no. very good at advice. Yes. Mm. And I probably take it better because... Because I'm, I'm not your mother. Yeah, Andy's not my mum. So you will have been that. all right, mum. I'm not saying yeah. you do do that, but, but that's exactly, you may do that. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a natural, you know. Were you there? Not saying you do do that. Not saying you do do that, but I have seen you do that. Yeah, not saying you do do that. I have seen you do it for the last 20 years. Not saying you do that. But do you know what I mean? So you're less like, oh my God, or hey. But you don't appreciate your parents when you're kids. No. Even mm. I think I've honestly really started to only really appreciate my mum and Garth about four years ago. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's okay, honest. people, so did you get that? Yeah. Sorry, like, did, sorry, Tom, did you yeah. get that? Yeah. So the Just pre- want to make sure. The previous 35 years, <laughs> yeah. absolute no respect. Absolutely garbage. Dog shit. The same thing, Mish, you weren't around for the birdcage days. It's such uh-uh. a shame because you would have loved it. But when my parents ran the birdcage. Oh, God, it makes me tired. Again, everyone's like, your parents are so cool. This is great. Oh, it's I like, yes, it. but they're also parents. And when they're doing this, they don't really have time to do that other thing called parenting. Oh, excuse me, <laughs> 35. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh my God, sorry, do they not make you pack love? I was 28. I'm still needing parenting. I still needed parenting. 28. No. No, I'm... The nest is closed. No. And you flow. Only in the pandemic did I get used to like, like when they got stuck in Antigua for three months in lockdown and I was in like Leeds doing a Steph show. Only then did I go, oh, I guess this is me having to learn how to not rely on my parents even though I've been independent since I was very young I am really reliant on my parents like love safety and guidance how do you feel about Instagram Grim I think you're quite good on Instagram how do I feel I feel like if you weren't a broadcaster you'd have Instagram no do you no no I'm really like I'm actually quite a private person Mm. listen She says on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Filmed at home. That we, we chose to do from our own home. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I know what you mean. No, I think it's good. I think it's different layers of it. I mean, I'm a show-off. Of course I am yeah. a show-off. And I think there's different layers of it and how people use it. There's, I love Instagram for looking at interior stuff or yeah, yeah. galleries yeah, or like yeah. a nice chair design. Yeah, yeah. Because three of the people at this table are broadcasters, but you know what? You're a dancer as part of your life as well. So it really should do. be. I've ignored it, but it yeah, should you're be. You're not yeah. very showy-offy about your work. No, not no. at all. I no. never, I actually never share my work. I have to be like his agent and being like, get a video of that. Absolutely. And I find Instagram more enjoyable when I'm in it like that. Like, yeah, let, yeah. Me, show, let me get the video of that. Let me put yeah. that up. Let me, using it to build the things you want to build in your mm-hmm. life. And showing good work that we've done like yes. when we've done like we did a uh, Radio Times cover thing mm-hmm. the other day and when I when we looked at our room and it was like Ebony and all our team it's like all these young women mm-hmm. yeah. you know mainly women of colour yeah, mm-hmm. but all young women in this room uh, well young women me <laughs> but I was so proud of us mm. I was like look what we've done yeah. we created this team these brilliant women all going to do this fucking work that they feel passionate yeah. and excited Everyone about in their own and role. we just started this and we had to cover the Radio Times it just felt like amazing uh, yeah so putting that kind of stuff, that together, 
yeah. on Instagram yeah. feels yeah. great because it's like sharing your pride. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. I think when there's something to say, yeah, great, use it as that. It's just when you see people's Instagrams and it's like, hey, I'm just going to run you through my breakfast. Oh my so God. I have um, yogurt and berries <laughs> and then I drizzle some honey and it's, it's like, like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's cereal. cereal. And it's like, as if, a lot, a lot of people think it's the f- they've invented whatever they're talking well, about. Yeah. Like, oh. So I'm just going to show you if you put lemon in your water. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's no, it, I like that. It's interesting because you know like, what people are striving for is to feel that they have the uh, to have the most kind of individual bespoke experience of life and to feel that they are special and unique. Mm. And I think yeah. that that gets lost on Instagram where people are trying desperately to be unique in a place where everyone's saying the same thing so, yeah. in a weird way. I think uh, all we desperately want to feel is special yeah. and different. And Not life different. Are, like I like it when I say something that I really mean, like with my whole chest, like politically, mm. and there's like, you know, several thousand people agreeing, I'm like, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Because I feel then that I'm using the platform mm. for good. For good, yeah. yeah. And that I'm using my voice for good. And I, I feel do like think I need to take a leaf out of that book. And I, I think if you feel... have a platform, you should use it responsibly. Mm-hmm. You I'm so think... politically inclined about everything, but yeah. I don't ever yeah, that's outwardly so true. share. Yeah. I think also there's a fear to it too. Like, if we're at a dinner table, I'm literally like, Dah! Yeah, exactly. And but I can't have that. Well, yeah, but also, you to find that well, voice. I don't there. argue with people on social media. Oh, right. Because no. I feel like, why the fuck? If I met you in a party, I would just walk off because oh, you're yeah, a moron. Yeah, yeah, why am yeah. I going to fucking no, spend no, my right. time yeah, yeah. talking to no. you on social media yeah. when I think you're a critic? Yeah. yeah. Would you be really happy if all social media disappeared? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And I don't know how life... I think we'd be like... What? I think we'd be weird for a month and then, and then, and then we'd you be just okay. Yeah, but you know, like when you lose your phone mm. for about a day, it's like, oh my god, what the fuck am I doing? And then two days you go, it's okay, that is. No, and then it's week one, like what I just went through, and you're like, this is unbearable. Mm. I did two weeks because it it's the minute hell. you do miss out. Like yeah. even if you want to accept that or not, like not having a presence socially on social media, you do feel like you're really missing out. Totally. Even though you're literally not missing out on you're anything. Because it's just I know, because then you thing. go back like, to it. You do like, 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 like now they have, Same. you know, Post. there's people kind of going, look at this is my Easter table. I know. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, Easter, Easter table? <laughs> nobody can, what are you about? No, mum. That's just you. She doesn't think Easter exists. Oh, I hate Easter. No, do you, you hate Easter? It just annoys Easter me. Was it never won't big stay still it wasn't. for a start. No. I don't even know yeah, when, when it is. When the fuck is Easter? Easter's early this year. <laughs> yes. I'm like, is it? Because when was it late? It. When's it fucking yeah. meant to be? Shut up about Easter. Yeah, why does it move? And now they're like, we're going for Easter. This is the Easter. I'm like, what's an Easter table? Well, Everything's like, trying to be a thing now, isn't yes, it? Like, fuck so off. much more. I saw everyone going mad in the paper the other day that this morning tried to do Halloween. Halloween trees and it was like Halloween how to decorate trees. your Halloween oh, tree and everyone was like oh no 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 no, 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 no. not a thing well like getting not a tree in for like Halloween. a Christmas tree that's you decorate no, with Halloween oh, bricks. Stop. Oh, no, no, stop. No, no, it's too close to Christmas. Stupid. That's stupid. Just... Someone had an Easter wreath. Do you remember near us? Oh, you're no, so I weird. like Easter. It's just hard. Oh, but that's because I'm religiously oh, inclined. Oh, oh, did you hear that? Religiously that's inclined? Like religiously inclined. Well, she's so a priest at our wedding, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're religiously the fish. inclined? I guess I found like deep connection to spirituality and that's faith. That's different to religion. Four years ago. But I've always been very interested in uh, Christianity, but my mum wasn't, so it was... No, it's not that. 
mad. I'm just not going to church. Yeah, and I really wanted to. I don't want to go to church. Did you want to go? Um, I used to get dragged every Sunday. That's why I don't like it. Uh, That's why I hate it. Did you just have to go? Sunday school. I went out of choice with my grandparents. I think it was more me touching base with something that they were so obsessed with. But the only time I ever really went to church was actually like midnight mass with my mum. I'd be at the pub. Then I'd meet my mum, and then she'd be like, Midnight, midnight Mass, that's the exactly. problem. Yeah, it's that's late, and it's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. <laughs> so like, it would no. be tradition for us to always go together, which we always did. And we still, we don't Aww. now, but like we, I know we'll be able to do it again. And we'd go sit at the back, laugh, piss about, not mm. at the thing, no, but, but not I having would be a like, nice little, a nice little, and then that would be our tradition. But we didn't sort of see it as like a religious thing. We saw it as more of just a, a, a thing, <laughs> yeah, like a thing that we did. almost like a community thing yeah. as well. Yeah, you and Nanny go. Nikki goes with my mum. Do you? Mm. When do you go to church? Midnight, midnight mass. mass. Oh, midnight mass. Yeah. At, at Christmas, they go to midnight. Mass. I love it. That's the other thing I really loved about the book. I realised why we're such good friends because there was so much that you talked about as a kid that I felt as well. Like, me and Grimmy love, like, the telly and not, like, <laughs> streaming. Like, no, the telly. Like, children, yeah. what? Yeah. Schedule. Children and in need. Still now yeah. on my remote, I just go up to five. I'm like, yeah. there's nothing on. It's like, you know we have Netflix and Disney Plus <laughs> and Apple TV just and I'm like, yeah, up. but there's nothing on. Do you think that's a reflection of well, what came first? Being a broadcaster and loving TV like that or loving TV like that and be- becoming a broadcaster? For me, it's why I became a broadcaster, I think. Same. I like this yeah. unified feel that mm. everyone's watching that. I'd rather watch something... Oh my God, you and him are the same. I'd that's why we're TV presenters. I'd rather watch something I don't like on ITV at, say, 7.30. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't really want to watch this, as opposed to putting something on Netflix that Because really? you're I not love. really meant to have a choice. You're not meant to have a choice. <laughs> like, that's how, how it was. was. Yeah, but that's what my generation had to live with. Yeah, no, but, but I just like it. We didn't have a choice either in childhood. No. So you, did you have videos? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah, did We have didn't videos. have videos. We had yeah. three channels. Mm. I remember Channel 4 starting mm. down the pub. I remember when they put Thriller on. <gasps> Everybody left the that's pub early to go back and watch it. See, I like that. It was big Things, man. Wow. It was like Thriller is coming on. It was at 11 o'clock. Mm. We all left the pub early and went home to watch Thriller. That's it was at the launch on this new channel. Channel 4 was a big deal. And all my mates were on it, like Keith Allen, and everybody was on it. It was like, shit, mm. and they're letting us on telly now. On telly. <laughs> it was really like that. Wow. The land of freedom. Yeah. It was I like a thing. Me- For my generation, because we just had to watch what was on, that's how I got a kind of knowledge of film noir mm-hmm. and mm. kind of you know literature that wasn't just the, the books that they gave me at mm-hmm. school it was like i read my mum took me to the library every two weeks mm-hmm. and i would get our eight books every saturday i would watch the saturday afternoon film with like you know barbara stanwick you know um fritz lang movies mm-hmm. whoever like you know this you just is what cool. just watch what was on and i got to you know betty davis mm-hmm. like, but this is amazing mm-hmm. films you know sunset boulevard mm-hmm. and all of that stuff and i learned about all that because that's what was there yeah. and then my dad would come in and put the wrestling on but that Right. Oh, my no. No point wrestling. entirely. TV is at its best when it surprises you. And I love turning on and going, oh, what's this documentary about yes. Coco Chanel on BBC Two? Thank you. Or like the other day I the turned Nazi. on the TV and it was that incredible new <laughs> David... Uh, yes, mum. Uh, that incredible new... They talk about that in the documentary, Loser. So the it's Nazi not, lover. Mom, <laughs> yeah, I turned on the TV the other day and it was that incredible new David... Oh, oh the Union. Documentary, Union, yeah. about Ooh. the makings of Great Britain. Yeah. Oh. Ireland. I would never go to catch up, but I just love that this is on. This is mm. on. And yeah, yeah. On BBC Two on Tuesday night, and the country, if they allow themselves, will learn some shit they didn't yeah. know they needed to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rather than let me put friends on because it's on uh, 4D or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like you're not met. Not everything should just be pleasurable on TV. You should you should be surprised and learn some shit. But I'm Real Housewives Excuse me. <laughs> Do you love Real Housewives? Well, it. no. Can I explain that? Yeah. 
I feel like I should explain it. So I started watching it when I was on morphine. <laughs> and I'd never watched Real Housewives. I kept going, I can't watch that mm-hmm. shit. And then I was on morphine in the hospital and I couldn't concentrate on anything. And I put it on and I went, oh, this is quite good. This is great. <laughs> this is perfect. This is, this is perfect. perfect. You can't really see anyway. I love this. I've never got into it. So you watch TV to be like, on, I watch it mm. to be off. Me too. Yeah. I want to not. Me too. Like, Me not too. Think not. Yeah. I'm like, uh, I want to dribble. That's yeah. How yeah, yeah, yeah. Pass me the chocolate covered pizza. Yeah. My yeah. mum can't yeah. watch TV sitting up. She has mm. to lie down. Oh, it has to be a duvet. Nice up the area, man. Mm. Don't even. Oh, like That's that. why I hate a shit sofa. Mm. Let's well, go back to your. You house. ain't coming over to our house. <laughs> Do you watch telly in bed? Yeah. I love telly, telly in bed. Oh, my God. Treat. Since I moved here, I've got, like, a telly on the wall in yeah. my bed. Oh. Yeah. So and I've got all the apps on it. I'm like, oh, my oh, God. It's Don't amazing. even chat to me. Yeah, I will see you Wednesday. Yeah, I, I love <laughs> I'm that. I'm busy. Yeah, I love that. I was never allowed a telly in my bedroom. Oh, it's the best. I was always... I do love a telly. Did you have a telly in your bedroom when you were little? Yeah, I did, but I never really got to watch it. I was so like you were busy doing athletics. He was busy like which is why I guess doing handstands. I I guess when I come home, I'm like I just want to watch something that's not gonna make me think. My mum was very sweet. No matter how poor we were, she always made sure that I had a like situation Mm. in my room. And I realised the other day we had this one flat, and it was a nice flat, but we really couldn't afford it. And they let me have the room, and my mum Garfield genuinely slept in in a a cupboard room, in a cupboard, tiny little room. It was like a cupboard. What? And she got the room. I got the room. Yes, no, no. Okay, it sounds like right. I'm just like some sacrificing mother. Yeah, but wow, actually Andy, it made more sense. Because if you give them the room, then they'll stay in it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I never that went in the yeah. But I didn't realise until I spoke to Garfield the other day how much like sacrifice you two made for me. Oh, I've never yeah. really thought about that. Mm. Like... Mm. Proper. I like your mum. Yeah, she's good. I think she's, I think she's just oh. turned 80. So we're talking know, about I age. I know. Fucking I know. I she's know. like on girls' holidays yeah. in Ibiza. She's doing more than all of us. Yeah, yeah she, she is. She's really like... Yeah, she can't come to visit us in London because she's, 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 she's too busy. busy. She's, I've got a surprise birthday that day. I'm going out for dinner that night with the women I met in the pub. I'm flying I'm here I'm getting then. my hair nails done. I'm flying <laughs> Thursday. But I'm like, what is going on? Do you think that's where you, not learnt, but kind of gravitated towards being such a social bunny because you are I mean not so much now that we're older but in our 20s being social being around Mm. people was like number one for us we never spent time alone never spent time alone I think it is from our house was really noisy my mum's a chatter actually isn't she oh she likes a gossip she's not loud but But she's she's chats my dad was loud my brother really loud my sister I think's the loudest. Yeah, it was a noisy household. And mm. then my mum used to do these things called girls' nights, which she still does now. Mm. And they met when they were like 11. And they used to have a dinner party every month, take it in turns. And oh, it was like 10 or 11 that. girls. So when oh, they came to ours, it was like the highlight of my year. Because mm. it was like oh, all yeah. these women in their like 50s coming in in like pencil skirts nice. and denier tights. And they had like bobs and like clip-on earrings. Mm. So they'd get like dressed up to come to round. To come round to the house. So it was the only time I saw like anyone dressed up and they'd come round and have like perfume on and like, you know, like, nice. like, Clip on and also with the intention of having fun. Of having There's fun. something that we yeah. know being a kid. That's what we were taught. And people come into the yard because to have fun, fun. specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think it's the best. No, guys, no. thank you so much for coming for oh, my oh, Guys, thank you for having us. It was absolutely delicious. Yeah. It was so banging. Was she so cooked delicious. from the heart so for you. Too. Thank like you. Love, love you guys. guys. Thank love you for having the wedding. Love you guys. See you at the wedding. That's right. Thank you.
I like that you and Grimmy have your own schmush, like weird being language for being cosy because it's like shorthand for your friendship yeah. and happiness. And I love the way, as your mama and as his kind of, you know, unofficial. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would you, what title are we going with? I mean, I'm going to go with Guru. Okay. Um, in a, I'm going to go with In an unofficial coach. capacity <laughs> life coach. <laughs> Your a mama. guider in his life, for no, sure. No, but just somebody who I love him dearly. Watching how you two have grown mm. as friends, it brings me great joy because it really is watching the evolution of a friendship because you were literally kids. I know, 20. You were kids with a lot of success, a lot of kind of fuel driving your careers and a lot of eyes on you and you were charging around. Some of it was good, some of it was disastrous. Yeah. But you kind of come through, both of you, you kind of hit lows kind of simultaneously in different ways. It's just wonderful seeing you come to adulthood I did think fully. You, I did think you'd think that today because I've yeah. been thinking about it a lot and we've been through it quite a lot together now, which is what happens when you're turning, well, you're both 39. Actually, we had times where Grimmy had real highs and I had real lows yeah. and he really looked after me always yeah. and to be doing well as grown-ups in our careers but as together. just as human beings together it's just lovely and having Mish and Grimmy together I don't know whether people understand much about their relationship and, and the tenderness of it and the but you know they don't need to do they no it's not the business no it's not the business but that's what I was trying to explain to Mishak it's not like this is the beginning of you doing a press tour about you and Grimmy's no. relationship this is coming round to just share a little bit of truth about did you hear what Mish said when he walked through the door. No. He went, oh, we're home. Oh. You know, it took us a minute to get Mish to say he would, you know, for Grimmy to get Mish to come with him because Mish is a very private person and, you know, they don't do, like, public couple things. Yes. So it felt like quite an honour to have Mish come and be so open and so yes. relaxed and, you know, to feel like we can make that kind of space for people. I almost don't want to say it's a podcast. I always want to say, do you just want to come round? Just come We're round. kind of recording it. We will be recording it. <laughs> and we will be recording it. it and we will film it and you can watch it on YouTube and you can put what he listens to wherever you find your podcast. <laughs> However, However, it's just it's a chat. Just, it's just come over. <laughs> just come over and be with us. Just come over. Yes, this is the best thing we ever decided to do. It is good. It really it is. is. It good. fills up my heart every single time. It fills time. up my heart, but this time I'm a little bit tipsy. You're pissed, aren't you? <laughs> pissed, aren't you? Not like fully. Rhubarb margarita, it's a thing. The recipes will be on oh. our Instagram stirring it up page. Yeah, stirring up on Instagram with all the little bits. There was loads of little bits. We were like, we need a house for the details. We want to give everyone the recipes and so people can really smell and taste what we're having at all these beautiful gatherings. Also, I'd like people to really see how rude you actually are. <laughs> Coming <laughs> funny. Oh, you're gonna. Oh, that's where the truth lies. Oh, you're people. gonna get the that's shock. Where the truth lies. You're gonna get the shock of your life when actually you see how rude you look. I don't. I know. Bless your poor little deluded <laughs> heart. <laughs> Cheers. You're too damn pasty. Too damn. How can you call me pasty? I'm the mother. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.